The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terramina. Welcome to OAA Now here. I'm Sammy Tamina, blogger of the Dragons Insider, blogger of the Inside the OAA, and blogger of the Sammy State High School Sports Blog, the Top 30 edition this week. And also we got... Um, Watching us, also hearing us on O1 TV and also on the local voice. I got Ian Locke here this week. I'm back. You're back again. You know, <laughs> a lot of crazy stuff happened around week five. Yeah, what a um, what, what a week. But but is that different than anything we've been following here week after week? It's oh just yeah, week crazy after week. Especially we had we got a lot of talk about them, um, especially that crazy four overtime game at Lake Orion on them yeah. Saturday night. Um, a lot of other close games, and I want to get your thoughts on. All the games that was week five and looking forward ahead to week six. I'll do my best. Yep. Um, let's go from before we talk about the crazy game, we did have a forfeit um oh. in the um, blue. We had Farmington and Pontiac. That game was forfeited by Pontiac because of a oh. incident that occurred um pr- at near the Pontiac High School campus. And yeah, there, um, there was a shooting of yes. a former student and for Precautions and they for canceled the game and you trauma know, and that sort of thing. They shut it down. They yeah. shut the game down and Farmington is getting a win, vacated win. Now they're five and zero on the year. Um, they're going to be tested for sure. When you look at when you look at the um, Farmington Falcons, they do have that win against Ypsilanti Lincoln. They also yeah. have that win against. Um, they still have to play North Farmington. North Farmington's a team we been talking about yep. for weeks especially the Hurstine effects the Harrison effect yep. that's been going on there they look impressive especially what they did to Avondale in Auburn Hills um blowing them out 42 to 12 oh we thought that would have been a little closer game I thought it was a bit a little bit closer game I was I was really disappointed how Avondale's performance was but it also tells you how good North Farmington has been yes and and their improvements they are getting better um, now I'm curious to see how they're going to do once they get the playoffs. Of course, we talked a couple weeks ago about where North Farmington would be in for the playoffs. They'd be in division two. Yeah. Um, basically with the inclusion of the Harrison kids, I'm a little concerned about this team with the schedule they played. Um, they still got to play Okemos. They have to also play, um, Farmington. That's not going to be an easy game for them. Um, so when I look at North Farmington, the jury's still out on this team. I know I know they're starting to get a lot of love a little bit, especially in the state level, considering yeah. that where Hurstine's been at. But when I look at this team going forward, yes, they got a ton of experience, but I'm a little concerned with this team, especially because this is a team, especially this group of seniors that have not felt playoff experience. Mm-hmm. They have not felt um they 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 just have not felt what life is being in the playoffs. And um, yes, they got an experienced coaching staff, but they're going to have a tough time in Division Two, especially if they have to take on a team like Oak Park, who's played a far more tougher schedule than yeah. they have. And it's going to be a difficult task for North France going forward. But it's still a great story, it right? Is. It really I mean, is. It, the surprise move, the coaching staff, all these things. And so far, they're taking the ball and running with it, uh, pun intended. But right? if you're Farmington... And you're seeing all this, you're being disrespected. You think so? Yeah, you're being absolutely disrespected. Well, I know one thing. I mean, I, that, maybe not that, disrespected, that football, but ready to prove them wrong. Farmington was a team that went to the regional final a year ago. Yes. They got a ton of experience back. And to see North Farmington get a lot of hype, a lot of experience, uh, a lot of 
a lot of hype. The attention, and, and yeah. The attention. You have not gotten that. You know, you have the quality win right now, but North Farmington right now has more playoff points than Farmington right now, which is which is shocking to say the least. So so what's the difference? How many uh playoff points are we looking at? Seventy seven to seventy four. Okay. So and you're saying they haven't played anybody. They haven't played in North Farmington is well, besides that they played Waterford Kettering. Okay. And they were testing that one. Yes. Um they I they have not had a close game since. So I think, you know, and Farmington, I think some battle tested, but I'm curious to see that week eight game for the Farmington Cup. Yes. Farmington has to play Avenue this week. We're gonna preview that in a little bit. Okay, yeah. So a, a common opponent. You mm-hmm. can see where you, you kinda where you stack up, where you measure, right? It's gonna be interesting to see where they're at. It's gonna be very interesting to see where they're at. Um a team we got to talk about, Ferndale. Um, Ferndale yeah. sits at two and three, knocked off Berkeley twenty-two nothing at home. Ferndale's an interesting team. They sit at two and three. They got a big one this week with Allen Park, of course. That's a tough one. Allen Park, Ian, you got experience with <laughs> with the Jaguars, especially being from Dexter. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, Dex Allen Park. We've crossed paths mm-hmm. years ago. Um, but, uh, they're always a tough little team. You know, they make the playoffs every once in a while, uh, but they have a, usually have a solid, uh, base of kids out there. So there's no gimme there. I mean, you're, are they on the road? They are at Allen Park. It's going to be on grass. At Allen Park. And they draw the crowd and the community comes out for that team like no other. So Allen Park's, Allen Park sits at three and two. They've lost their last two games by a combined two points. They lost to Tretton by a point. And then they lost to um, Brownstown-Woodhaven by a point. So this Jaguar team, no easy game for the Eagles. No. And when you look at Ferndale's schedule, they still got to play Avondale, <laughs> and they got to play Burnham Detroit Country Day. Yeah. That's not going to be an easy slate for Eric no. Royal's team. And, and you start adding up the wins, going, where do we have a win in there? You know, you know? it's going to be a tough task. You know, you've played both Farmington schools. I think that loss to Seam's absolutely killing them right now. Yeah, yeah. And, but... At the end of the day, you know, you're this is the game they have to have. And yeah, the margin of error is shrinking quickly. It has shrunk really, really down. Um, and now let's talk about another team. Royal <laughs> Oak. Come on. If this team does not have <laughs> Earl Weaver on that team, this is basically a doormat team. And the reason why I say that is because they trailed Southgate Anderson 19 nothing for three quarters until okay. Weaver goes off. He had 26 carries, 191 yards, wow. and both scores. Wow. So if this team does not have Earl Weaver, this place, that team's that team's not very good. But they do. They do. But and it hasn't produced. So you don't see it as, hey, they, they fought back. They didn't give up. It's a 19 nothing. They they came back and started fighting. They started battling, Cause, cause you go, but where was this effort for the first three quarters? Well, maybe uh, nineteen nothing. You know, the other side of the, you know, their opponent was sitting there going, "Hey, maybe we got this in the bag." You no. think they they no. let off the pedal? So I if don't they know did, if they did or not. I mean, like, well, but still, coach woke him up. Ray McMahon, I guess he woke he, his he team woke him up. up, talked to him, they battled. But still, I mean, that's what you ask for, right? Yeah. Keep battling no matter the score. Now Royal sits at one four. Their homecomings this week. Yeah, who are they again? playing? North Farmington. <laughs> oh, that's gonna yeah. Be, that's gonna be a tough one. It'll be a tough one. I know that. I know they have an interesting cheer. You know, 
<laughs> they have an interesting chair. They go pump that Raven spirit up. That's going to be tested this week. Yeah, well, they're going to need it. They're going to need it. But also, don't you see this as a good, uh, I mean, a test not only for Royal Oak, but uh, North Farmington coming in to get prepped. Could they be overlooking? Because they get Could the, they? They, get, they, they get got the, Okemos next week, and then they got to right? play Farmington. Right. Could they be overlooking? Maybe. We've seen it before. I know we have. I know we have. I, it's but, not something I prescribe for them because they got the new coaching regime in there. Yeah, John Hurston there, yeah. It would be I mean, difficult to say, yeah, that's the case. But then again, you know that her, you know that former Harrison staff, they're going to basically have the team them take two. it one game at a time. Absolutely. That's what they've been doing. Yeah. And I've noticed it when I've read the Detroit um, news article, the prep notes, the atmosphere there is much different now. And that says a lot where that program's at. Yeah. Um. So... That's going to be just really interesting. Oh, keep an eye on that one to see, see gonna, what happens. That, I mean, that, that's we're, we'll preview exciting. that game. We'll preview that game. Um, let's go from the white now. Um, recapping those games. Um, the Stony Creek Cougars. Yeah. This team, they fought with Oak Park. The score says 20-7 to seven on it, but they were up 7-6 to six heading into the third quarter. Mm. So when I look at Stony Creek... Year one to year two, this team's been really improved. Yeah. Really improved. To hold Oak Park to defensively? Hold, yeah, Oak, we know what Oak Park's got. Yes. They got a ton of athletes, a ton of them. It's, and also, they got a guy named Malik Carr at wide receiver. I mean, they got Frank Black at quarterback. I mean, yeah. Oak, I mean, it was a heck of a game, heck of an effort by Stony Creek. Now they sit at three and two. Their schedule's tough. They got to play Oxford this week on Oxford's homecoming at the Blue Turf. Then you still have to play Groves. Mm. And then they have to play Adams. And then they oh. got Rochester. You know what I mean? So when you look at when you look at Stony Creek. Stony Creek could take down Oxford. I they think. could. I know we're not previ- we're previewing the games later, but you're looking ahead. You start adding up. Go, how many do they need to get in? They Five, need at least six. Six. But when I look at the quality of win Stony Creek has, you know, right now, yeah. they don't really have that quality win yet. The Oak Park would have been a Oak huge. Oak Park would have been huge. It would have caused shockwaves around the state yeah. had they would have done that. But when I look at Stony Creek, they got a quarterback and mm-hmm. Ryan Eka. He is very good, along with Zach Dunn. But their line is proving me wrong. I had concerns about this line hanging in the previous show. I had mu- very much concerns. And when you look at this team now, I think Stony Creek is built for the future. They're built. It. I said they could win five games. Yeah. They could. Now, the Adams game could be a little tricky. But I could see Oxford. I think they're yeah. going to give Groves a battle. I really do. And then I can see Rochester being a win. Yes. Um, Does that close out their season? Adams closes out their season. With uh, Adams does. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I love where the Stony Creek team's at. But then it, look at the other side of things. Oak Park. Are they taking it lightly considering that they feel like they don't have the inferior comp? They don't. They do they, have inferior competition yeah. ahead of them. Is that the? It, they, do they? I mean, like when you look at. They're in their mindset, you know. Well, I know that I know Coach Greg Carr doesn't think that. Yes, but but the teams they've still play, they can beat and beat pretty handily. Yeah, 
I mean, considering that they do still have to play. I mean, they don't really have that much to test left, you know yeah. what I mean, in the white. And they close out the year with Oxford. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if Oak Park runs the table. It would not surprise me. Yeah, and we've talked about other teams, too. It's like when you're playing from the lead, right? Yeah. In the standings or your performance has been so solid all year and you look at the, who's coming up. You and start the big going, win against Groves they start, a lot. They start adding up the wins before they hike the ball. Right. That's then dangerous. You could run into problems. That's dangerous. I, I don't. Knew- I don't. This this season, I don't think that's going to be the case. No. But you know, speaking of also Oak Park Groves, also came off with a big win against Troy Athens, forty three ten. Um, Groves was seen as Oak Park's toughest challenger, mm-hmm. and now they're starting to gel. They're starting to roll again. Um, they still got to play Seaholm. That's going to be an interesting match of week eight battle of Birmingham. Um, but and they still got to play Stony Creek. So Groves, yeah, they're pro. They 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 gotta beat this. <laughs> yeah, they have to be on their toes. Because mm-hmm. especially with the emergence of Stony Creek, uh, th- I think that's well. Also, Seahome too. Well, Seahome, but for me, Stony Creek. I I'm really interested to see what happens with those guys. I'm curious to see what Nick Merlo does with that team. Yeah. Now we gotta talk about the um the. Three other teams at the bottom. The, um, Troy Athens is a very interesting one. Um, they've lost three straight since the 2-0 start. Yeah, that's tough. Um, but um, I, I, I trust Billy Keenis with that system over there. I do trust him with that. The teams we really got to talk about, and we got to talk this game. <laughs> Rochester and Troy. Yeah, what, so you call it the pillow fight of the week. Yep. And, and I thought it was going to be close, like, uh, what, 27, yeah, 21, 27, 21, something like yeah. that. Yeah. And then I look at the stats here, and you look at 37 to nothing Rochester? 37 to nothing? Yeah, I thought, I thought it was they were more evenly matched coming in. Well, they're, defensively, coming in the game, Rochester allowed... 197 points. Yeah. That's was coming in one of the worst um, in the OA. And the, well, that's what I did not see a shutout coming. I did not see that coming. It was, it's a big win for Rochester. Because Absolutely. Especially with their, with the schedule, they still got to play. They got Troy Athens in a huge one this week. Yeah. Then they got to go to Lake Orion. Yeah. And homecoming. And they got a and they got Stony Creek coming there, yeah, which is the return of Nick Merlo to Rochester. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Big win for Rochester. Though. Yeah, good for them. Uh, they showed up. They played hard. They put points on the board. They put points on the board. But that's they also, the difference. But the defense pitched a shutout. Yeah, that's huge. That's got to be a, a great uh, confidence booster for those guys. Um, you, you hope they can carry it over to the next week. It'll be tough. It, it's going to be tough. Well, be I don't know well, if it's going to happen. It's but. a winnable game for them. They got Troy Athens. Yes. It's a winnable game. Yes. Um, and then we got to talk Troy. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little surprised that they didn't score at all against Rochester. They have not scored a point at all this, this season. season yes. And they've allowed 194 points, which is the fourth most in the OAA. Which is shocking. That's the fourth most. The only thing I can think of with that stat line is that the running clock shortened the games. Yeah. Don't you think? 
Yeah. That's the only reason they're not leading the category? That's the only reason why they're not leading the category. Yeah, that's the only reason. I mean, you're seeing teams give up 60. You're seeing teams give up, like, I mean. 40s and 50s. 40s and 50s. It's been crazy. Yeah. Been really crazy. Um, Let's talk Seahome a little bit here. A little bit, too. Seahome played um, Adams. On Adams' homecoming, Adams won seventeen to six. Ooh, um, we're we're gonna talk. Adam, tighter. We're gonna talk Adams in a minute here because um, Adams the last two games has not been the same since that Lake Orion game. Um, Seahome, the Seahome only scored six points, is mind boggling. Yeah, because they put they were putting high thirties on people, and now they got to play Oak Park and Groves in a span of two weeks. And then they got to close out the year with Avondale. That's a tough throw yeah. for Seahome. Yeah, and if their offense with Adams. They run the same offense, the Veer offense. Well, then it's a film. You know, the defense knows that offense. Mm-hmm. You know, for Adams knows that, you know, right? There's familiarity there. Right. So um, we talked about that, too. You got two teams running the same thing. The Veer. Yes. And. If you're going against somebody that is running it and you practice against it, or you, you mean it's easier to coach against it if you know it. Yeah. Right. And it's, it looks like that's what happened, right? That's what Ad, happened. Adams' defense came to play. Adams' defense the last two weeks since the um, Lake Orion disaster um, has only allowed 13 points. Playing well. Playing well. But where did the offense go? I don't right? know. Where did Adams' offense go? Because and they, they got an experienced team. When yes. you look at, you got Anthony Matrino there. You got a freshman and Parker Pico there. You got Carter Ferris, that's a three-year starting quarterback. Yep. I mean, where has this offense gone for Adams? Yeah. Where's this offense gone? And they, know, and they I, were scoring in bunches. It put 60 on Rochester the first week. Yeah. I mean. I mean, And the Lake Orion game was a, a tight affair. They put 31 on. They yes. put 31 on both Lake Orion and that, Oxford. That was a back-and-forth game. Yeah. I mean, like, so Adams has got to find their offense quick. Seahome, they got to find their offense quick. Yes. They got Oak Park <laughs> this week in the Maple Forest. Mm-hmm. We'll preview that one. Um, let's look at a team that's really been red hot, and that's Southfield A&T. Mm-hmm. The last two weeks, they put up, uh, they've outscored their opponents 122-32. to 32. Wow. That's insane. Yes, we talked about A&T's experience. But they put up 60 on Bloomfield Hills, at Bloomfield Hills. Wow. And they put up 62 at Troy Athens. So they've been doing this on the road. Yeah. So when I look at A&T, are they back or they still have it's to like, prove somebody? Like what woke them up? Do you think? Uh... Well, in the last two, ga- the two games against Lake Orion and West Bloomfield, they scored 15 total points. Yeah. 15 total points. And then... But they allowed, they allowed um forty five points in the prior in those prior two games before the recent two. Yeah. But when you look at A and T, people are gonna say the competition that they played. You kind of look at that. It could be. It I most know. likely yes. is. Um, until they get back into um league play, um, where are we gonna judge A and T because? Yeah. They still got to play River Rouge. That's going to be a very tough game for them. Oxford could be a trap game for them, and they still got to play Adams. So yes. when you look at A&T, the jury's still out on the Warriors. It really is. Yeah, I agree. Um, 
but but the potential's there. If if the opponent coming in thinking, well, A&T, hey, you know, they're limping along a little bit, don't think don't that. Don't think that. Because they could light you up quick if you're not. Well, especially uh, when you have the athletes like they do with absolutely. Anthony Ross, Chris Fitzpatrick, Aaron Folks. I mean, yep. I mean, like they and Raekwon up. Lee, they they got guys that can really hurt you. Yeah. I mean, and then that defense, that defense looks to be improved, but I'm curious to see how that defense is going to look, especially when you have to play a team like Clarkston, who's got an emerging freshman running back in Ethan Hodge. Yeah, that just um, kind of happened, didn't it? He went off for 102 yards and a touchdown in his first varsity start against Oxford in a 33-28 victory. Um, so when you look at Clarkston, Yes, Matt Miller's out for the year with an ACL-MCL injury. That's tough. And you don't have Hayden Temple at linebacker right now. So when you look at Clarkston, they're basically doing this with the makeshift roster right now. Yeah, it's rubber bands, tape, and bubble gum. That's what it is. But it, even it helps when you have Rocco Spindler and Garrett Dillinger playing on the offensive yes. line. I mean, that's also very Did important Run as right well. behind those guys, yeah. Yeah, and then— But if you're one-dimensional, we talked about this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you might be problems. able to get away with that uh, against Oxford, right? But uh, other teams, you might other not teams, be able to. I don't know if they get away against teams no. like Southfield. Definitely not against Amsterdam. Like, Oregon. you're going to throw the ball. Solid defensive line that can uh, stuff the run. Y- 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 they y- rotate gotta... a lot of guys on defense. They rotate a lot of guys, especially on the line. They yeah. rotate a ton of guys. But, yeah, you got you to gotta have some sort of air attack as well. You got to. And, yeah, they got a quarterback and Mike DePillo who can do that. But you got to find some receivers, though. Besides Miller, now Miller's out for the year. They've got to really Yeah, a lot of tough up. injuries just, you know, the injury bug. Well, it's this time of year, right? I mean, this is, you're right in the middle. You're right in the middle of the year. And the the the, the bruises and the scrapes and the bumps and all that stuff are starting to, you, you're not healing as quickly. You don't have those, you know, that, that enough off time to get uh, get your body right. So you're playing, playing uh, bumped and bruised. So, you know, everybody's feeling it, though. You know that. I mean, oh, top yeah. to bottom. Everybody's feeling those aches and pains, but how do you respond to those? And can you put that out of your mind? Next opponent's in town. Yeah, and we're gonna preview that A and T Clarkson game coming up. Yeah, that up. should be that. That could be very you, interesting. Yes, and I'm I'm looking at it going. Could this be the 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 door on Clarkson's season being shut? It could. We'll right. See. I mean, it their, could. Their margin for error, we said, is zero now. None. They have to win they, every and game. And they got a very tough schedule. They still got to also play, besides a and got to play Adams and Lake Orion. Those are two yes. not easy games for them. Um, let's talk Bloomfield Hills. What happened? They gave 60. <laughs> and I just pulled this up. In the whole OA, the most points allowed this year has Bloomfield Hills. I'm stunned. They allowed 217 points. 217. And that is basically 40. That's basically 45 points a game. That's rough. Yes. I, that is rough. With Troy not scoring, I always thought that they would be leading that category. Or Pontiac, maybe. Or Pontiac, yeah. No. It's Bloomfield Hills. <laughs> I mean, Pontiac is second with 207, 207. Rochester with 197, and Troy with 194. And when you look at Bloomfield Hills' schedule, they still (laughs) haven't played West Bloomfield yet. They have to play Lake Orion this week. The tough part of their schedule is still looming. Yeah, those are those two teams. And, my God, that's going to be – and it's Bloomfield Hills' homecoming this week. And (laughs) – 
they got Lake Orion this week. That's and Lake be- Orion's in a bad, bad mood. Yes, they are. They're in a really bad mood. Yeah, they're going to be grumpy. Considering they lost an emotional four-overtime Classic. Game. Classic against West Bloomfield. Now, When's the last some... time you saw a 4 OT in high school? I can't recall. Maybe two? They score 111 total combined points. It's the ninth, tied for the ninth most in MHA state history. History? State history. Top 10, wow. Mm-hmm. And there was some controversy um, I'll get into in that game. Um course on tv had a camera there yeah and it was it was an odd setup right because the weather came back again and right. reared its ugly head friday right. night and west Bloomby had the radio station 89.3 over there as well um great Very radio cool. station great student-run radio station fantastic mm-hmm. um so when you look at that game a little bit of controversy late in the fourth quarter um ethan i mean like west bloomfield Took a touchdown back when clearly Blaze Lauer's knee was down. Um, it's so, clear okay, so explain the play. So you got uh, the running back, Blaze. Lauer, the quarterback. The quarterback, quarterback on the quarterback place. keeper. You know, he, he's tackled, he's tackled goes, goes down, goes ball down, comes knees out. down, ball comes out, West Bluefield recovers and score. and score. That ended up changing the game around. The momentum just completely flipped. Momentum completely flipped. flipped. But Lake Orion went down and scored next drive, and it was 31-17. 31-17. I was out of town. Yeah, all they Just, had. I was sharing. So I'm learning about this right now mm-hmm. firsthand. It was 31-17. <laughs> West Bloom goes down and scores. Oh, so They man. have all three timeouts left. Lake Orion was a half yard short of a first down to seal the game. Half a yard short. And West Bloom goes down and scores on an incredible catch by Ethan Bunch to get the game in the overtime. 31 31, and then it just an instant classic from there. So, you, the, the Dragons are up 31 17. Yeah, with you, about less than two minutes to go. 31 17. You have to win that game. Mm-hmm. You have to. And especially with a team like West Bloomfield, we know what they have. Yeah. DJ Harris. Well, obviously, they, they put it on display they in the last two display. minutes. And then end up becoming an instant classic after that. Yeah, wow. And it becoming a Do you wild think the delay? Game. Were there any other games delayed on Friday? Uh, besides A and T and Booby Hills played Saturday morning, and Abingdon North Farms played Saturday morning. So they did they start the game and play it fully Saturday morning, or did they start the game Friday night? Do you know? They started the game Friday, Friday night. Friday nights, and then they were completing the games on Saturday. Saturday, yep. So, and the Dragons had some momentum at home with, uh, on the Friday night before the rain delay in the third, right? No, it was actually West Bloomfield. So what was the score? I it was I got seventeen seven Lake Orion. Okay. Heading in the third quarter, West Bloomfield at the five yard line. Okay. The defense shut that shut West Bloomfield down, forced him a field goal, so it was seventeen ten. Then Lake Orion went down and scored, made it twenty four ten. Okay. So. So, yeah, I mean, those delays. This is the second one this year. The third one for Lake Orion. Was it the third? Well, third Lapeer, one. Lapeer right? was Lapeer, the I first forgot. one. Adams at the power outage, yeah. and then <laughs> this game. Yeah, so, Ad- Adams never got going. No. So the whole game was. Man, it's so tough. You look at the radar. You saw it was coming. Why didn't just you hang moved on? The game early. You could have moved it earlier, like Clarkson and Oxford did at six o'clock. Yeah, because he knew it was coming. Yeah, he knew it was coming. Um, we yeah. also forgot to talk Oxford a little bit. Before, yeah. Um, when you look at Oxford, um, Oxford Clarkston, correct? Yeah, Oxford basically 
that team is basically in a lot of trouble. Yeah. They close close one with uh, Clarkston. Yep. And it's just they're in a lot of trouble right yeah. now. Yeah. I thought uh I thought Oxford had a shot at them. They did. They did. They, and they, uh I didn't see the details of the game, but it was 33-28. Um it was a good game. I mean, Octavese had a bat from behind um, most of the night. Which is difficult for them if they're one-dimensional. Right, if they're one-dimensional. Um, it was 27-21 at one point in favor of um, Clarkston. Um, then they scored that touchdown, but couldn't get the two-point conversion. Then Oxford scored. So it was a tight game. Yeah, back and forth teams. it sounded like. Tight game between those two teams. Yeah, if you're a one-dimensional, especially um, if you're coming from behind, you want to extend the game, right? So yeah, you got if to. you get the air attack going... And it but, looks like they might have did. So it was su- sort of successful for them, but it wasn't long enough. No. <laughs> and especially because he could exploit their secondary and their um, linebacking core. That's true. Um, so right wow, now. crazy look, week. Crazy, crazy week. Crazy week. Um, my Sammy State t- blog top 30 this week. Um, if you want to look at it, it's at sd46 at blogspot.com. Um, I got West Bloomington at four. Oak Park at 5, um, Lake Orion at 7, Groves at 11, Adams at 20, North Farmington at 29. Uh, the entire team's in the state of Michigan. Wow. <laughs> My top team in the state this week is Muskegon, 5-0, and Chippewa Valley number 2 after Preston against Macomb, Dakota. Um, a lot of intriguing matches this weekend around the state. Um, when you look at, of course, you had Belleville taking out, you had Belleville taking out Deborah Fortson this weekend. That's mm. going to be a very interesting game there. The Tractors. Yep. Um... But we're going to focus on the OA matchups. Yeah, um, absolutely. Of course. Interesting into- games coming up. Um, oh, yeah. And not only interesting games, but um, there's a lot on the line for some of these teams. Uh-huh. A win, you must, you know, some of these teams are must wins, or can they uh, bounce back? Or these uh, momentum. Or also teams keep them- could go 6-0 and oh, make the playoffs. Correct. You know, so if you're 5-0, and oh, you're looking really good to make the postseason. Absolutely. There's several teams. So let's look at. Some of these teams that are in pure desperate mode. Um, <laughs> the desperation mode, yeah. Let's go from the blue first. Um, we're going to talk a little first. Berkeley Pontiac. Um, it's, one in, it's both two old and five teams. Who's um, uh, And where's that? It's at Wisner. Okay. So do you think Berkeley could get out the schneid against Pontiac, or do you think Pontiac could go and pull off a big upset? Well, I was wrong about Troy and Rochester by a country yeah. mile. Pontiac's allowed 207 points. Berkeley's around in that 160 range. I got to give it to Berkeley. Yeah. You know, I, I they think got the, they got a quarterback in Hunter Kaising. They got a D1 recruit in Justin Anagonye. Um, Pontiac, you never know. I mean, being off a week, a little emotional week, you know, maybe they bounce back. and They're going to be rested. They, they'll be rested. They, they Like we said, the aches and pains, maybe they can get uh, get a little healthier. Um, and maybe they have a cause to play for after the, the news of the day that uh, shut them down. Year. Yeah, it's it's rough. It's been disappointing for both teams. Yes. Really disappointing for both teams. Um, North Farmington, Royal Oak. It's Royal Oak's homecoming this week. Do you uh. see Royal Oak having a <laughs> chance against North Farmington? There's always a chance, but I, I think they're just too strong, North Farmington. I mean, they're going to be 6-0. It'll be the first time since 1988. I wow. mean, they would be... In the postseason at six and zero. Wow! I mean, it'd be the first time back in the postseason since 2013 since they were under coach um under coach Todd Schultz that they were um five and four 
when they got in there. So five and three, they play an eight-game schedule. So North Farmington, this is uncharted territory for them. And we both agree Royals got no chance. <laughs> I didn't say that. You didn't say that? I I'm, said, just, I'm said, telling you right now. I said, got everybody's got a, a chance. It all depends on your mindset going in. I, I don't see it being a complete and utter. Well, it might be a rock. Yeah, it's I don't know. You think utter destruction? Yeah, it's going to roll. Utter destruction. But let's talk about <laughs> the games that do matter in this division, and that's two of them. Um, Ferndale and Allen Park. We talked earlier about this game. Um, Ferndale sits at two and three. They need this game, taking on a three and two Allen Park team. Um, Allen Park, we mentioned earlier, yeah. last two losses by two points. You got a history with Allen Park during your <laughs> days at Dexter. Um, I, I, talk about what Ferndale has to do against Allen Park. Well, one thing they got to come in with a good mindset, right? Um, Allen Park teams are always pretty gritty, right? Uh, hard-nosed kids. They play hard. Um, Considering Allen Park was down 21 nothing last week and came back in that. What does that say? Yeah. They got guts and they're focused. They don't They don't just roll over, right? They. they those are the teams that you. I've never seen them just roll over. Um, Burnell's got experience, but I'm a little concerned about their lack of depth. They, they, well, depth can get you, especially this time of year, like we talk about the bumps and bruises, right? Um, if you come in in a positive mindset and you, if it's their, is that their homecoming? You said, no, their homecoming not, was okay. last week. So they're coming off. That could be a thing too for them. It's like, you're coming off the high of homecoming. You want to win that game desperately. Right. And then you come into Allen park. There could be a letdown, a little breather going, we're going out of conference. That was Allen park that lost. That oh, Allen park. Yeah. Oh, I thought, well, park. who was, uh, Ferndale was on the road at Hurley. I don't know. Okay. Ferndale was home last week against them, but I think that was their homecoming. Well, I'm not sure. Okay, I thought it was, but anyway. Okay. But anyway, you, you got to come in with a positive mindset, and you can't say, well, since they're out of league, eh, they're, they're, they're you know, chip beef. I, and huh? Eric Royal's played a really tough schedule. You look at yeah. what he, the teams he's played in the past. He's played Detroit Martin Luther King. Yeah. He's played Oak Park. He's played um. He's played Warren DSL. I mean, and Allen Park is no – Give me game. No, 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 no. I would say I, I could see this one being close, <laughs> but I might give the edge to Allen Park. Home field matter? Being on grass matter? Mm, I don't think it matters. I like the Jaguars in this one, too. I think it's going to be, but I, I, Ferndale's going to fight in this game. Yes. They're going to fight in this game. I'd be really shocked if Ferndale goes in Allen Park and beats them. Yeah. Um, but either way. It's going to be a good game. It'll be a good game. It'll be a really good game between those two. And that's why, yeah, it's competitive, fun, exciting game, entertaining. Let's go to another game that could be really interesting. Farmington and Avondale. Yeah. Farmington and a Farmington's beaten Avondale the last two years. I mean, last year they beat him twice, including one in the playoffs. Um, can Avondale bounce back? Can Avondale bounce back from their 42-12 loss to um, North Farmington? They sit at 3-2 and two in a real danger. Yeah, zone for them when you look at the schedule. They still got to play. They got to play Ferndale. They still got to play Seahome. I mean, they, they're in a dangerous territory themselves when you look at Avondale. They they have to take one of these next two games. They have to take this game. You think this this is I the one? If, because when you look Seahome, at you don't think they have a Seahome's going to be a challenge for them. I think Seahome's going to be a challenge for them. I don't know if. They can get in at a five and four record. I really don't know if they can get in at a five and four record. Yeah, that's yeah. And when you look at Farmington, 
they're red hot right now. I'm curious to see how the rest will help them. Could it help them or could it hurt them? Because they did not play last week. They're sitting at undefeated. They're, they're five and old team right now. I, I can't see it hurting them. Especially with that senior experience. Yeah, well, that and you get healthy, you get an extra week to prepare, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you you can't say that, hey, the game was canceled. You, you got to know on Sunday they got together and said, okay, we're on. Mm-hmm. Or Saturday night, here's what you're working on for the next game, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, rest. It matters. You cannot discount rest. No. <laughs> But, you know, um, this is an interesting game. You got to, with Avondale, they're, their back's against the wall. They're kind of like that angry dog in the cage. What do you do? Or angry bee in the cage. Yeah, or angry bee or whatever. Any Angry anything in a cage is not a good thing. No. So um, that's what Farmington's coming into. Farmington's undefeated. They got a lot of competence, a lot of experience. And if you're Avondale, this is a game you definitely need. You need this game. Yeah. Who do you got in this game? Oh, boy. Um, I'm going Farmington this me game. Me, too. Until I see otherwise. I mean, you got to give it to, I mean, 6-0 and is 6-0. and Right. Uh, until you until drop pr- one, I, I'll go with the favorite. I got to go with Farmington as well. It's going to be a tough task. It's going to be a tough task, but I see this possibly being a one-score game, maybe, maybe. maybe 10 points max. Maybe. Maybe. I think there's a possibility here. It's a real possibility here. I think it's going to be a very interesting game between those two teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go now to the white. Um, does Troy score a point this week <laughs> against it's, Groves well, at it's, home? It's come down to that, hasn't it? Just are you going to score a point? Are you going to score a point? Can you get a field Cause goal? Because we, we know Groves is going to win the game. We know Groves will win. Yeah. I mean, I mean, will they score a point? I want to say yes because the odds of going scoreless – through a season, is so remote. Mm-hmm. At least in history, <laughs> you say it's a, You know what I mean? Um, I, I'm gonna say you're gonna say I'm, they score. I'm gonna say they. Yeah, I say they score. I'm gonna say no because <laughs> I mean something's gotta happen. I mean, there's we've seen it. You we've seen doormats go up against championship teams, and the doormats can score at some point. They got to score at some point. Some but point, but you get, I look mean, at Groves. Look but, at Troy's schedule last two weeks. They got to play Oak Park and Groves. I, I don't see him scoring a point in either game. <laughs> I see. I just, there's always like a fumble, or right when you got the team that knows they're rolling over the guy, the little guy. Sometimes the focus drifts, yeah. right? <laughs> and we're we're talking. I mean, they could score a point with ten seconds left in the fourth quarter. You know, getting. Bombed fifty-five, nothing, and you get the field goal unit out. Right, you get well. You got the you know the, the third stringers out there getting their experience, which is you know all these other teams getting experience against Troy, getting those guys out there, getting conditioned to varsity football. Stuff happens. Yeah, and you're just waiting for that stuff to happen for Troy. If I Troy, think maybe one stuff happens for Troy. You think Troy <laughs> scoring this week? Why not? I'm saying no. I'm saying no. They don't. I go, man, the odds. Just, the odds are just not there. You don't think favorite. so? No. The, the odds not. are scoring at least a point. No, it's not there. <laughs> Fortune's not there. All right, let's go Rochester Troy. Yeah, Athens. let's get off that. <laughs> Rochester Troy. It's at Rochester last season. Athens 
lost to Rochester 27-20 to in overtime. Ooh. So, this game's going to be closer than people think. Do you yeah. think the winner of this game, if Troy Athens wins this game, they're at 3-3. Three and three, Wow. And if Rochester wins this game, two. they're at 2-4, and four, heading into Lake Orion next week. So I think Athens takes it. You, you like Athens. I think Rochester comes back to earth. You like Athens. Yeah, I do. You know what? I like them, too. I think Troy Athens, they've been beaten up the last three weeks. Yeah. I know they're going to be dealing with the Soldiers of Fortune this week. That's the name of their student section. Oh, okay. The Soldiers of Fortune this I week. I like that one. Um, They got, I mean, I think Troy Athens goes in there and bounces back. Yes, I think I, so, They're going to go in there and bounce back into Rochester. I mean. Rochester's got third most points allowed in the OA, 197 points. Troy Athens has been around the 160 range. Yeah. I know they gave up 62 to A&T, um, and they, they've they been very competitive. I don't think Rochester's tacking 60 on these No, guys. Rochester's going to tack 60. I, I could see but this, like you said, I you know, like last it's gonna year. It's going to be a close game. Yes, I could see 27-20 like last year. I don't see overtime, but I could see – Something close, maybe 27-24, yeah, something I like that. Yeah, I see that, too. I, I do see that, too. I like 17-14. Um, like 17-14, you know, like around there. I really yeah. do. I think that Athens will find a way to win that game. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about a game that has playoff implications, Oak Park and Seaholm. Yeah. Um, Seaholm coming off a of first loss of the year against Adams. Oak Park, 4-1. Both teams, 4-1. Do you think the Veer gives Oak Park problems? It's in the forest. Well, we talked about. Seaholm said problems. Oak Park said problems in at Seaholm in the past. If that's the case, then I see Seaholm has little confidence coming in. Do you right? think Seaholm can. They know play? they can hang with them. They can. Right? And we know the Veer slows teams down. The Veer can be, if you're, if you're not ready and you're not sound and you're, everybody's playing home, it can it can bite you. It can bite you quick. And we're gonna also talk Adams West Bloomfield as well because that one got trap game written yeah, all yeah, over yeah. that. Um, but with Seaholm, uh, do you see? I don't know. I mean, this is gonna be. I think this is gonna be a good game. I don't know if it's gonna be as close as you think. You got Oak Park. I do. I do too. Um, I, I agree with you there. I think Seaholm uh, will hang for the. First half. First half, and maybe slightly into the third, but I think Gold Park takes over I think, in the third and I think rolls. the lack of depth Seaholm has is going to come back and get him in this game. Yeah. I really do. I think Oak Park will win Oak this Park, one. I mean, yeah, the Veer is one thing, but if you have talent you on the other side. You tackle everything against the Veer. You <laughs> tackle everything against the Veer. And we saw that uh, when they were here at Dragon Stadium. Yep, you got to tackle everything. Yeah. But, yeah, um, I think Oak Park rolls. Yeah. Um, Oxford Stony Creek. Stony we Creek. talked this one. We talked this one in <laughs> in full. Um, yeah, I I see. I'm like it's Oxford's homecoming too. I don't think it matters. Stony Creek is on a high. Oxford struggling, struggling. Um, they would love to bounce. I mean, they you like to think they'd have some confidence after the Clarkston game, even though it's a loss. But Clarkston is not the Clarkston of old. No, <laughs> right. So if they were gonna. Take them down. They had to have been last week, and, and they Stony couldn't Creek, do and it. Stony Creek has, and Stony Creek, they're getting better. Yes, they're getting better each week. You got 
team on the rise, and Oxford just kind of kind of like kind of stale in the middle. They're not sure what they are. Yeah, I, but I see Stony Creek going in there. Maybe it's a little closer than we think, but I think uh, Stony Creek rolls out of there. I got Stony Creek winning that game. Um, I think it's going to be close, but I think I watch for a player named Nick Eckhout and Zach Denna. Those are going to be two difference makers in that game. They're going to have big games there. Uh, let's talk Lake Orion, Bloomfield Hills. Um, are we <laughs> what, going there? Lake the Orion's Anna? upset. Lake Orion's angry, losing by. Lake, Lake Orion, the angry freight train. The angry, <laughs> the angry dragon lair. Bloomfield Hills has been a place of horrors for them lately. I mean, they've lost the last two times at Bloomfield Hills, but this is a yeah, different Bloomfield Hills team, though. It is, and it's a different dragon squad, too. Yes. Right? I mean, this team, we're seeing stuff that the dragons are doing that we haven't seen in years. Yeah. Especially on the defense side of the ball, even on the even on the off offensive side of the ball, and the way they they went blow to blow with West, uh, West Bloomfield. Bloomfield, and they had a chance to take it, and they did not. Regardless of controversial call or not, you got to put that team away. Yes, and if you can't get a yard or two yards to put it away, that's the way it rolls. That's why you play the game. Do you think Lake Orion bounces back in a big way? Yes, blowout. Um. I don't know about blowout. Because I'm seeing but blowout. I, but I would say they're going to handle their business, and uh, they're going to do it in convincing style. It is Bloomy Hills' homecoming. Lake Warren blows them out big time. They blow them out big time. Um, let's go A&T Clarkson. This is a rematch of la of week one game, 28-14, in favor of A&T. Both these teams are a little different now. Completely. Completely different. Because coming into the season, we're like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a good one. What? Clarkson went down. Now we know what Clarkson is. Yeah, now we know what Clarkson is now. I mean, they survived 33-28 against Oxford. A&T's been rolling people last two weeks. Do you think... It's Clarkson's homecoming. Do you think Clarkson has enough to pull off an upset? No. That says a lot. <laughs> it's, I can't believe I'm saying it. But what have I already said about Clarkson? Go until I see otherwise. I'm on their. I'm yeah. picking picking them. I've seen otherwise since day one of this season. You've seen you've seen Clarkson on. I mean, I've seen We've Clarkson seen on film. We've seen him. It, it is not your typical no, Clarkson. They're a team. young team. Yeah, they're but, they're learning. They're they got some injuries, and, you know, it's interesting that they have this new running back, though. Yeah, Ethan Hodge, their yeah. freshman running back. But that defense is letting up points like we have not seen in the past. They gave up 28 last week. They've given up 64 to Oak Park. They've given up 28 to A&T. A lot of points. I mean, yeah. just way too many points. Yes. and Especially to a quality opponent coming now in. Now you're taking on A&T team that's going to be just – even more motivated because they're basically still fighting for the playoff life. They're sitting at three and two right yeah. now. Clarkson's two and three. They're well, they're two and three and fighting for the playoff life as well. You got two yep. desperate teams coming in. Yep. Well, I don't see it. I, I, don't, I don't see, see I don't see either. the Wolves uh answering that bell and getting it done. I think A uh, and T is I think they're gonna beat them. Maybe it's a little closer. Uh, but I I I see two scores. I, I see it possibly being more than two scores. Really? I mean, I think Clarkson will score against a yeah, yeah. I don't trust their defense. I don't see a shutout. No, I don't see a shutout. I think Clarkson will score. Um, But it's just Clarkson's defense has been just a complete disaster. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only thing going uh, Clarkson's way coming in is they know a &T. 
Right, and they have the line play. Correct. It's Ben Lurin Dillinger. Yes. And you have the younger Dillinger and Ben Haas there. Yeah. I mean, they got other pieces. So well. you, they you know rotate what, a ton. You know what to diamond. expect. You know what's coming at you. Mm-hmm. And you can analyze what happened in game one of what went wrong. They and had no answer for Raekwon Lee in that game. So They had will, absolutely no answer for him. Will they have an answer for him this time will around? Will they have an answer for Anthony Romp as well? Yeah, I mean, true. You know, will they have an answer for them? So that's an interesting game yeah, right it's, there. It's so wild. <laughs> what would we say? Uh, Twilight Zone, man. This whole season this is whole like season a Twilight Zone. Been a Twilight but zone. it makes it fun, right? There's other teams like, well, you got two, you know, the big two rolling everybody. Mm-hmm. Not happening. Let's I, I, I enjoy that. I think it's a lot of fun. Let's preview Adams West Bloomfield. Yeah. Um, interesting this game. This is an interesting game. Clash of two different styles. We don't know where West Bloomfield's at. It's West Bloomfield's homecoming this week. But we do not know where um, West Bloomfield's on cloud nine after pulling oh. off an emotional 59-52 win over Lake Orion. Yeah. Take on Adams' team that's really struggled to find their way offensively. Adams in the last two weeks has only scored, um, they've only scored 34 points. Yeah. I mean, Which that's not like Adams. No, not at all. That's very surprising. But their defense allowed 13 points. That's going to change significantly against yes. the West Bluefield team that has a bunch of loaded weapons. Well, uh, you know, 50-plus against that solid defense of Lake Orion, right? But they, then Lake Orion put 52 against that solid West Bluefield defense. defense. I know, but that, but that's... <laughs> You know, we're flipping the, the page here. They're going on the road. Uh, uh, no, they're at home. They're, 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 they're in Adams, the swamp. Adams is at, going on, the, on road. the road, right? So we know they can score West yeah. Bloomfield. Yeah. But I was surprised at how high that score was with those two defenses. And it, it, it's just one of those, do you think the Lake Orion game was just a one-off? It was a fluke the way those points I were don't just think piling it, it was up. not a fluke. Both teams are very good. Ron Bellamy said, I couldn't Coach believe West this score, though. Lake Orion is a, definitely a top five team in the state. That's what he said after the game, that they Lake Orion was a top five yeah. team in the state. I mean, Adams has been felt, they've been disrespected, you know, because they're only lost what's the Lake Orion. They yes. lost them by five points. Yes. So when you look at. And it took some big plays to to separate in that game mm-hmm. to go away for the uh, the Dragons to take a W in that game. Yeah, it took some big plays. We're still running that replay. It was that good. And then you look at Adams, and you look at Adams, and you're saying to yourself, Devere could be a big problem for this team. You know, the last two meetings, it's been four points. Do you see a letdown from West Bluefield? <laughs> no. Well, it's your homecoming. The, the benefit they have for motivation is it's your homecoming. Mm-hmm. Homecoming gets you up, yeah. right? The place is going to be jammed. Mm-hmm. All the celebration, all the stuff going on. But you're playing a team in Adams who runs that beer. Yes, and they're hungry. They want to. They they got a lot to play for. Yeah, There's a ton. Got, they're right? four and one. I mean, like they're going to be a playoff team. But when you look at the fact that we have been disrespected, we we're still in this race. Yes. You know, we're game. We're tied with Lake Orion in the league standings, but we're a game back of West Bloomfield. We got West Bloomfield this week. You know, There's if a, Adams can go into the swamp and pull off. Huge. The, a huge upset. Huge. That it would, would send shockwaves around the state of Michigan. That it would. It would. Um, <laughs> okay, now you got me on the fence now, Sam. Okay. I don't know who to pick in this one. This, I, I would just say, I, I'm going to, okay. I would take West Bloomfield's safe I'm bet. A, me too, but I would say it's going to be. It's going to be close. One score. 
Yeah, it's going to be a one-score game. I really I'll give one it. score. I've got West Bloompy on this game because I think Donovan Edwards is going to be a difference maker in this game. I was surprised how, you know, with Edwards at times, they didn't use him much in the Lake Orion game. But Edwards made, made an impact in that Lake Orion game last week. Adams has a guy named Anthony Petrino. Yeah. They have a guy, an experienced quarterback in Carter Ferris. They, Pat- they have a freshman in Parker Pico that's yeah, made some noise. Yeah, a big receiver. And you look, if it comes down to a battle up front, and when I look at that game last week against Lake Orion, Lake Orion virtually dominated time possession. Yeah. They virtually dominated time possession. So it wouldn't surprise that Adams had the same game plan that yeah. Lake Orion did. Well, they definitely, there's a roadmap there. There is a roadmap. Uh, but I would say one thing. Watching what was the uh, Lake Orion Adams game was that three weeks ago? Yeah, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Petrino, right? Anthony Petrino. Petrino, yep. right? That he's a he's a gamer, man. That kid, he's he he was like the core of their offense. I mean, they focused on him as get me the yards, get me the yards, get me the yards. But he is beat up. Yeah, I mean, he came out of that Lake Orion game at least three times, came in injured. And, and the same thing with Carter Ferris. Yeah, I mean, so. I, do you think the injuries have been the reason why Adams has struggled the it, last two it weeks? It could be. I mean, Even though it, they got two wins out of that. I know, but what would, would he say? The scoring has kind of come back down, right? They haven't been putting the points up they have. If, the, if they're top guys that they, I mean, they lean on like two, three guys. If, if that's going to be the case. That could cause West some Blowfield, trouble. And they, they ISO one of those two guys or two of them and shut them out. Take them down, you know, like just yeah. take them out of the game plan. Mm-hmm. Adams could be in trouble. I think when you look at this game and you look at where Adams could expose West Bloomfield. Yes. And the running game yeah. could expose him. I mean, like Orion was Adams, running. Adams does not have a true back besides Petrito. He don't really have that true back. Well, they're running him. They're throwing to him. They're, I mean, right. he's so dangerous in so many areas. Mm-hmm. But again, boy, he is—he takes a couple big hits. Yeah. And, and Wes Bloomfield can have some players hitters. that can. <laughs> Wes Bloomfield's got some players that could definitely do some big time. They're hit. hitters. I mean, they got a very good corner in Brian McCormick. I think he's going to have a—he's going to likely have the assignment to guard Parker Pico. They could put Makari Page on Pico. And but it I seems think, like they've been using that guy a little bit more. Yeah, he is huge. Yeah, good hands, l- speed. But Inex- I'm curious to see what happens in that game. <laughs> that game has. Me, I still say one score. Yeah, I still think it's going to be one score. It's going to be a heck of a game yeah. between those two teams. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. That's at West Bloomfield. That should be covered. Swamp. That should be covered. Eighty-eight point. I think it's eighty-eight point eighty-nine point three. FM, um, yeah, FM, the student that's radio, Bloomfield student radio. But video wise, that should be recorded. It should be recorded. Uh, Greater um, Bloomfield uh, mm-hmm. media. It should be there. recorded that game because it's their homecoming. Um, it's a big, big game for um, big game for. I think it's a big game for both teams. Yeah. Considering, yeah. Oh, absolutely. The playoff. Com- considering uh, when you look at the playoff situation, how it's unfolding. Two, um, two one loss teams, right? Yeah, especially how it's unfolding, you know, could have big playoff implications on there yeah. when you look at. The teams that all the OA teams are going to have to deal with. Yeah. Um, when you look at the standings right now, um, who in your mind is it make or break for this weekend? For this weekend, who's got make or break this weekend? Clarkson. Why? They have to win. Why? Then they're out. They're they're done. 
I think Ferndale has it. Ferndale got to be down park. They still got to play Country Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They still got to play. Uh, who do you think has the most to gain this weekend? Ooh, good question. Who Adams, has- maybe? I think Adams, yeah. I mean, as far as the public opinion goes and the polls, that sort of thing, but also confidence going into the remainder of the season. Mm-hmm, they, in, they could take down West Bloomfield on the road at Southfield homecoming. Too. They got Southfield, too. They still got to play Southfield. Um, they got I, Stony Creek and Southfield. You oh, those three games are brutal. You know what? I think when you look at a team that has the most to gain out of this, I think Stony Creek does. I if go they with that. Go I into Oxford, if they could go into Oxford. Convincingly take them down. Yeah, convincingly take them down. I think it's going to be a really, really interesting game there um, with Oxford on their homecoming. So I think it's going to be very interesting to see yeah. what happens. There's a, I, when's the last time every week we're like, ooh, this ooh, wow, this game. Right? I mean, am I wrong? No. It's a, this season has been a blast it has to been. cover. To, it has to been watch fun and to witness. Cover. It's awesome. My um, final thoughts, it's going to be interesting to see what happens week six. Heck yeah. um, if you want to take a look, my boy soccer district preview is out Ooh. on my blog at sammysemicolonterminatblogspot.com. I can't believe it's that time of year it's already. It's that time of year starting the playoffs. So my volleyball, um, yeah, volleyball. volleyball rankings are going to be out pretty soon. I got yep. still Stony Creek, the top team, followed by Clarkston, then Lake Orion. So we'll see what happens going forward. And then Bloopy Hills as well on that rankings as well. So... This is Amy Tamina here. I'm going to sign off this week. Um, wish everybody best of luck this weekend. Um, stay healthy. Get out and see, see a game. Get out and see a game. We'll see you all next Monday. See you, see you later, everybody. Thanks, Sam. Boy, and Al's produced by Sammy Termina. The views on this show are his and his alone. If you'd like to make your own podcast, call Orion Neighborhood Television at 248-393-1060. Classes are only $20. What? Come on in, learn how to uh, make your own podcast and get a show here on Orion Neighborhood Television. Get out and see a game. Cheer on those student athletes. Get outside, will you? It's still nice. It's fall in football. We'll see you next week on OA Now. See ya.